jokes, yes. culture, and innovation at the same time. Whoa, they know, they know, they know. I just wanna be James Bond. I just wanna be, 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 I just wanna drop out. Culture. I wanna know that. We, we not bougie, but I, I feel like I'm. I just don't wanna. I'm, I'm tired of pooping. <laughs> Welcome to the comedy trap house. I get the joke now. <laughs> Welcome everybody back to another episode of the Comedy Trap House where we give you nothing but love, laughs, and a whole bunch of bull-ish. I am your host, Rome Green Jr. in the building with me. I got Cam. Top of the morning, bitches. Top of the morning, bitches. Can I bother you for directions down to the marketplace? <laughs> Hello, bitches. Hello, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the morning. Later on that evening. Good, Good evening, evening, bitches. bitches. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Care to bother you for a second? <laughs> I seem to have lost my bitch at the marketplace. I just want to know if anyone's seen her. Oh man, that's so funny to say bitches in that accent. It's just like a it's a proper Englishman that's rude, but he doesn't know he's he doesn't rude. know he's he's walking rude. to the room. Top of the morning, bitches. <laughs> I bother you for directions down to the marketplace. <laughs> Why is everyone looking at me like that? <laughs> is the is the marketplace not on Devonshire anymore? Is it not on Devonshire anymore? <laughs> Did I say anything wrong? Well, in that case, uh, I guess I'll leave then, bitches. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry to bother you, bitches. I guess I'll leave now because I sense a bit of animosity in there. <laughs> <laughs> and my <laughs> asthma be triggered by that, he, so I will gracefully <laughs> bow out of this establishment. Then he goes outside and sees his friend. Those bitches are in there rude. <laughs> Those bitches are in there rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bow out gracefully and leave your establishment of business. <laughs> Because I've seemed to not be welcomed here. I've seemed to have struck a nerve with these bitches. <laughs> Yo, That's yeah, funny, I got though. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Hey, man. Welcome, everybody, man. How y'all doing? Uh, we're just going to get straight into it. So I, I walked. <laughs> Chill out, man. You're going to get straight into it. I'm going to get straight into it. <laughs> Hold on, bitch. <laughs> you're, a, you're a witty chap, aren't you? <laughs> um, <laughs> man, I can't. <laughs> that shit is funny. I don't know why that is just so funny. Oh, walking to the grocery store. Excuse me, bitches at the register. Would you happen to know where the tomatoes are? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, bitches. Uh, can you direct me to the ginger root? <laughs> I tend to have me going a little bit under the weather, and I like a natural, a natural remedy to get rid of this unpleasant cold I have. Then he goes back outside to his friend. Bitches are tripping everywhere. Everyone's rude to me today. Everyone's rude to me today. I greet them with respect and honor, and they just look at me crazy. The times have changed. <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> Yo, that is funny. <sighs> All right, okay. let's go. Let's get started, man. So we had a conversation with our friend early this morning. I walked in the house from the gym, and Cam is having a, a conversation with one of our friends, and she's telling us how she doesn't like any type of sauce. And that is baffling to me because how do you not? Sauce is a key ingredient. It is a key ingredient to a lot of shit. Sauce is a key ingredient, and I feel like when it comes to sandwiches, when it comes to, for example, she said, because me and her went to Boston Nova some years back, which is a restaurant out here in L.A. It's Brazilian Brazilian-style restaurant, and I got, because uh, I really like, I like two things. I like their salmon plate, and I like their- uh, And fire. Yeah, and I like their seafood pasta. So this particular time, I ordered seafood pasta. Now, it's a seafood pasta has- uh, salmon has sea, um, shrimp. It has uh, some other stuff in it, and it comes like with an Alfredo type of sauce. And she was like, "Yeah, whatever you had looked like throw up." And I was like, 
pasta? Is, well, I, I can see that milk kind of looking like it, but that, I don't care. It look, it's good. Yeah, no, it's good. And then we just went down a list of things that she just don't like, and we were just confused because we was like, like you got to expand your palate. Like I think after a certain age, you got to get out and get into the the thicker things with your with your taste buds. Like you can't go to restaurants at the age of thirty and still be ordering chicken fingers and fries. Like we, you got you got to do better. Like it's so many different varieties of foods that you should probably taste. Now I understand if you have an allergy, that makes sense. Then don't get it. Or if you have like you literally get sick, that's different. But if you just like, uh, it look nasty. A lot of people are texture people. I'm not that person. Well, she she was a texture person. Yeah, I'm I'm not that's a. What she was explaining to me. Yeah, me texture or not, it's gonna get ate. But see, my thing is, I don't mind you being a picky eater. At least just try it first, and if you don't like it, all right, cool. Yeah. But don't just judge it without trying it. Yeah. That's when it's like, all right, you got to at least try it. Like, A lot of people won't try, and then you got the people, and she's also one of these people, who doesn't mix foods on plates. And I, that's just not... I want to study the science behind that, honestly. I, I need to Google that after we done, like... Because in, it's, it's two type of people. It's yeah. people that just eat... Like, if they got rice, chicken, and a vegetable on their plate, they're going to eat all their rice first, yep. all their vegetable first, mm-hmm. and all their chicken. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, my bad. All their rice first, and then all the vegetables next, and yeah. then all the chicken. Yeah. They don't never mix it. Yeah. And then it's people like me. If I have rice, chicken, and vegetables, I'm taking a scoop of the rice, I'm cutting off a piece of that chicken, and I'm taking a piece of that vegetable. And I'm eating, and I'm eating it all at the I'm same time. I'm going in. What, tell, them, tell them what you do with some grits and some bread, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. If I got some grits toast. and when I used to eating all the beef and the sausage, I used to mix it up in the grits. Come on, man. And I would take my toast, cut it in half, and then put some of them grits on top of it, and then start eating it. What other way you going to eat it, Ken? Come on, man. I don't know, man. What, what, I don't know no other life. That's all I know. That's all, that's all that's we all know. That's all I know. That we, shit fire. We might as well be DJs. We stay mixing. We, we mix it. What I do yesterday at Blue Jam. Come on, man. I got that salmon hash. That salmon hash. And I put that salmon hash on top of that bread they Come gave on, man. me. That's when they eating. Because what else we going to do? And like, it is a science behind that because I know a few people are just like, one of my friends, they don't like potatoes because of the texture. But they love like potato, everything else, like fries and hash browns. Or they don't like hash browns either. No, I know someone who like fries, but don't like hash browns and tater tots. She said it tastes different. It, and I'm like, now, I granted, can kind of see what you're extent, saying. Yeah, to an but extent. It's still a potato. It's a potato. It's still fried potato. It's all the same shit. And fried, most stuff is going to be good. Like, it's going to be good. Yeah, like, potatoes, the best vegetable out. It's the most versatile vegetable. Every time you, whatever you do, it is good. Potatoes are like the girls in Cleveland. It's gonna hold you down. It's, it's gonna, gonna hold you down. It's gonna hold you down. That's that's all we saying. But like even with Thanksgiving potatoes food, potatoes like, are like them girls on Devonshire. <laughs> Excuse me, bitches. Would you have to know where the potatoes are? I'm looking for a sack of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but like even with Thanksgiving food, like a lot of people have trouble. Like my cousin, he would get like his food, and he would get mad if juices from like the greens. Got over to let them let things touch. Like, come on, man. Doom, 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 touch. Doom, 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 touch. <laughs> let that, let that food touch, let man. We got, touch. you got, we got to grow up out here, man. Like we, it's just food. We eating, you eating, you eating, man. That's all I'm saying. I just had to talk about that real quick because, and we, then Cam went down a list of sauces like the barbecue sauce, all the stuff. She was just like, nah, like. I mean, some people like a dry sandwich. Know what I mean, I just nah. And she was like, with the noodles. Uh, he was like, how you make your pasta? He was like, you heard butter, butter noodles? He was like, yeah. She was like, same thing. No. Yeah, it's so many not. Sauces, pesto, Alfredo, marinara. They got so the vodka sauce. Like. Vodka sauce. This is so many sauces. Come on, man. Don't, y'all going to make me mad in here. <laughs> so many sauces. Me Scampy. Come on, oh, man. I, I almost Aisha, forgot about Scamp. Yo, man, if any of y'all girls would know me in Atlanta, man, if I cook for you, I used to make some mean, mean shrimp scampi. Yeah, man. he made me some scampi one time. That shit was good. That, I didn't that... make it since Atlanta. What scampi was good? Why were you because it was that? a it was a certain brand that from Publix. Get. Yeah, it was from it was Publix. From Publix. You yeah. only get it at Publix. Yeah, that yeah. brand, whoa. Yeah, that that whoa. That shit slapped too. I ain't had no good scampi in a long time. I haven't had scampi since Atlanta. Damn, I might that might be saying I don't, I don't think I've even when I've like I've, I've gone to pasta restaurants and I don't yeah, order scampi. I never scampi. I never ordered scampi. I just I used to make scampi. scampi. Damn, damn scamp. 
Next time I go to Atlanta or the East Coast, I'm gonna give me some of that scampi sauce. I'm gonna throw it down. There you have it. We getting we getting the scampi popping. Scampy poppy, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna always be a sauce person from here. Like, I'm just I'm a sauce kind of. Let's th- let's talk about this because I know it's gonna strike a nerve on a lot of black people. All right, we ain't one of them black people that don't like mayo. Oh like, yeah, nah, mayonnaise is is fire. If, like, it's an essential part of a sandwich for me. If mayo was going to war, I just gotta be on the front line with them because like that's. Yeah, so I'm here for you. I'm here for you, mayo. Like when I used to eat chicken on my chicken sandwich, I used to like like depending what where it is, like at the Wendy's. I, that's all you need is the lettuce, tomato, and mayonnaise. What do you What do you think that the, the the dislike for mayonnaise comes from in the black community? Like, what what is that? Like, why is it? Because it's it's usually. I mean, I know it, it's some white people and other races that don't eat mayonnaise, but we always see like a lot of black people be like, oh, I eat mayonnaise. Like, it's a texture thing for some people. Yeah. Some people is a negative connotation to it. You know, they call white people mayo. I don't. I don't know. I. I'm the wrong person to ask. I'm I not, like mayo. Yeah, no, so I, I like mayo. I'm just, I don't know. Come on, man. I ain't got the answer. Back when we was eating them chicken sandwiches, nigga. Come on, man. Slap, slap that mayo on there with that tomato and that lettuce. And now that we eat healthier, the um, veganaise. That should be good. That's even better than mayo. Yeah, that, that should be slapping. Did like, you, how y'all making y'all coleslaw out here? Come on, man. Y'all, they not, they not real. They not making cold. I make a mean coleslaw. You make a mean coleslaw. But I need that mayonnaise to do it. That mayonnaise be slapping. Slapping. That should be slapping. Slapping. <laughs> I was gonna say something about uh, mayo. In any aioli sauce. If, yeah. if oh, it's no. an aioli, I want it. Yeah. Every aioli sauce is fire to me. And anything that's chipotle based in a sauce. Yeah. Any chipotle is chipotle yeah. mayo, chipotle barbecue, chipotle ketchup. Yeah. Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's you. Pretty much that. That's pretty much sums that up. Sriracha, like, sriracha, pesto. Come you on, you see, man. we ain't talking about no ketchup. Like, cause it's it's like it's cool. Like, ketchup man, is good, it's, but it's just at the bottom of the totem pole of all man. these other great sauces. Honey mustard. Come on, man. Polynesian. Come on, man. Yeah. All kind of different barbecues. You come can have on. it sweet. You can have it. You know, come on, man. Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started. Mayo, mayo be good, man. It's like a, it just, it's just a great part of a sandwich, man. I don't, I don't get it. Some people don't like it, but I'm, I'm here for it. The vegan A's also, uh, when I made, uh, which I'm, I think I made today, some jackfruit tacos. Mm-hmm. It's a great substitute for sour cream. And I was I, never really a big sour cream. That, but that's guy. what I'm saying. But, but, but guess what? My favorite chips are sour cream and onion, which is funny. <laughs> but I'm just saying, sour cream and gen- itself, yeah. it's not like I hate it. You don't it, hate it, yeah. But yeah. if I see it on there, like, yeah, I don't, I don't need that. Yeah, yeah. But what I was going to say was, but since you like the vegan A's, it might be decent on a, t- on a taco since you like the vegan A's. Like, it might be a good thing to try next time you try it. Like I'll try a, it. I'm going to try it. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to try it. I'm not one of these people going to be like, oh, no, yeah, let me try it. Let me try that. Let me get that. She also says she didn't like oysters because of the texture. Oysters be slapping, man. You put some be, lime on there or some lemon. Oysters be slapping. A little bit of salt and maybe some hot sauce. Come on, man. Come on, dog. Come on. Where we uh, going? Where right. we going? Where we going? Uh, so we went to an event. Yes. Yes, we did. This week. Yes, we did. Um, on Saturday, we went to the opening. I'm guessing him. Yeah, I'm assuming the opening yeah. launch of Kevin Hart's new studio, new studio. production studio out here in LA. It's uh, nice. It's no, it's really nice. It's, it came a long way from when it was just empty in there. That's- to kind of describe it with how we first seen it, when we first went in there, they had like the kitchen area and maybe like it was just gutted. It was a yeah. warehouse. It was just gutted. It was just an empty warehouse. We matter of fact, the scene if in Black Geo. We shot uh, when me and Emmanuel were uh, the old, pilgrims. Yeah, played pilgrims. We shot that in there, and it was literally on just a backdrop, uh, and that was all that was really in there. So when we went this Saturday. It, it, it was it was it was nice. It was it was really nice. They got a little gym area in there. They got a little area with some cars in there. They radio got, area. Radio area. Yeah. They got they got the coldest ball set um, in there, which is a good show. That's, that's a funny show. I like that that show. Uh, they had what else? You say yeah, the radio area. They had like production, production rooms. rooms. Okay, yeah, stuff. it looked it looked big really stage, nice. Big green screens, on white stage, yeah. white backdrops, all kinds of stuff. And it was a blessing to be in there. I mean, he he basically and then he came out and was saying how this is you know a space where he wants his uh, team to work, new creatives that he's he's working with to be able to come through and you know shoot things and. 
you know, just expand his brand, which is once this which goes back to what he's talking about, pulling people up, you know, and and mm-hmm. and reaching back and helping out. Like this is gonna help a lot of people for people who are looking for sets or looking for different things, the radio area to use. This is gonna help and it's gonna just expand his brand because he's just gonna be tagged um uh, along with whatever project that they have going on. But it looked it looked really nice. The funny thing about it, we got there too early. Yeah, yeah, but we, it wasn't our fault this time because this wasn't like a party party. So it said be prompt. Yeah, so we wasn't sure. I didn't know, you know, it got to be announcement or something. And we get there, it's, it's not that many people in there, so we just ended up getting drunk. And I think, but here's the thing though. <laughs> but I'm gonna get to that too. All right, I'm gonna get to that. But here's the thing because, especially me and you in the group, because our the 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 time we get anxious and it's hard for us to if something says prompt. For us, we like shit. Uh, it prompt. It's like, all right, we need to. I mean, even though we wasn't prompt, we was like 30, 30 minutes, but we was like, all right, maybe we'll just leave. So it. imagine if we were prompt. Yeah, if we were prompt, would have been <laughs> empty been in, in there. there moving stuff with the <laughs> with the workers. And like, I, that brings me to. Uh, I don't want to go off in too much of a tent, but it's too early. Bad sometimes. Do we do we need to scale back our our time? Like if it was like the 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 first event for when LOL launched, yeah, I wouldn't have went that early. Like, let's wait, yeah, yeah, because you don't need to be there early. It's a party, but this was just like it said a launch. Yeah, I wasn't treating this as a party per mm-hmm. se. So I was like, it said be there prom. I know it was like announcements, and then when and then we the got time there, was only seven to tours. eleven. It was only seven to so we think no, it, it was seven to ten. The time said seven to ten. Yeah. Oh, I thought it said seven to eleven. Oh, okay, so I'm like, all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I understand. So it's, when it's a party situation, you can scale back a little bit. Even though sometimes I'd be anxious then too because I'd be ready to go. But yeah, when it, but the launch, yeah, you don't know. You don't know what type. You don't know if they're gonna be like, like you said, making announcements. You don't know if they're gonna be showing you something. You know, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like, all right, let me try to get there early. But so when we walk in, they had these beautiful young waitresses uh, on the side with drink trays, and they were. Like maybe seven different type of drinks, honestly, mm-hmm. but they were all douce infused, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I came in, I seen the first girl with like a little tall yellow drink, but then I seen the second girl, and she had an orange peel in the, in the cup. And I knew, I know an old fashioned when I see one. I'm like, that's an old fashioned. She was like, yeah, with douce. I was like, cool. Let me start with that. Boom. After that first one, I said, "Whoa, wait, wait a minute!" Oh yeah, that hit. That uh, shit hit me strong. I uh, didn't feel like it was anything mixed, but I said, do say in there. Shit, all right. <laughs> and then I got wild and went back and got a second one. By the time I got to the bottom of that second one, I was like, "I'm yeah, I'm drunk." Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was definitely drunk. But uh, I'm gonna tell you the best part of the night yeah. when they brought that apple pie out. Hold on, they brought apple pie out. Oh, you didn't get that? No. Damn. Yeah, they brought apple pie. Alamo, so they had the vanilla ice cream on it too. Oh, that's one of my you favorite. You talking desserts. about running through it, running through it? They they, and it was, they had some of the best greens I had in. A yeah, no, they greens. They they time. had like a little plate with some green. It was all it was vegan. It was greens, yams, greens, and cornbread. Yeah, greens, yams, and cornbread. That shit was the good. Greens were slapping. That shit, that shit, that shit was good. That shit was definitely good. Those are the fruits are coming early though. Yeah, see, and that's and that's what we be thinking about, me and you. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw drinks and hors d'oeuvres. I like I'm there for the hors d'oeuvres. Anything that got hors d'oeuvres on it, I already in my head I already know it's gonna be a small plate, but Where they be finding oh my bad, the the spoons and forks that small. I've never seen no spoons that small out yeah, in the that, field. That shit. I mean, well Kevin's small, so he know where to find them at. Nah, them shits are small. <laughs> Them shits are the length of my pinky. <laughs> them shits is they really small. It's like where y'all getting? Like these, I'm bro? trying to feed a kitten. Uh, it's meant for a kitten's mouth, <laughs> a puppy's mouth, a little pu- little puppy mouth, a little puppy. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, so then I got wild and got a third drink. Nigga, this, the the spoon was so small, almost ate it. It was all. Oh. I ain't gonna lie, I bit my finger. Because uh, <laughs> I was eating. Go ahead with your question. I bit man. my what finger. You say? But no, I then I fucked around and got a third drink. And I was, I was like, yo. But here's my thing: I gotta learn when stuff is free and open. You gotta, you gotta chill. Even though, even though I wasn't too worried because I wasn't driving. Chaz was driving, and he don't drink at all. But still, I, I, I think about future. I think about how I'ma feel tomorrow. And it caught up with me because after I had that third drink, I was like, yeah, this is, uh, this is, this is it. Emmanuel had four. No, no, he tripping. Emmanuel had four of them. He tripping. And I felt that the next day, I'm just, 
it's official. It's official. I'm washed. Like it's it's fine, and I'm okay with saying that because you gotta in order to wash, you, you gotta you gotta wash up sometimes. <laughs> and I'm a little washed because that next day, I think I even had plans that night. That got canceled because your boy went to sleep. That was that was done. And then I woke up the next day. I wasn't terribly hungover, but you know how you you just feel it. Like you feel tired. You feel it's like I was like, nah. I need a good. I I need twenty four to forty eight to recover. It ain't like back in the day. I used to just hop up and keep it moving. Like. Speaking of recovery, we shot a skit on Saturday that morning. Yeah, at a park, and it's like a like a basketball skit. I'm just out there shooting and stuff. Out there crossing up everybody because I'm unguardable on the court. Well, can we? It was kids out there. It was, hey, they stepped on. But they I'm saying it guess. wasn't. You can't. You can't say it like you was out there playing. No, hey, bro, man. if they step on, they got to step up. And when they stepped up, they got crossed up. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. So <laughs> the next day, I woke up. My knee was hurting. I'm like, I didn't even play a game. I was just shooting. I'm in the gym. My knee is hurt. I'm like, yo, this, this is not the same. It's not. Body is just, just it's just different. It's just different. Like you said, and you wasn't like, it wasn't like you was out there full court up shooting. and down. You was just shooting. Just shooting. <laughs> like, yo, come on, knee. I'm just yo, shooting. It's like, we got we to gotta find a middle ground. Like, you, you got to let me live. Like, what what we doing out here? That's why even, uh, so yesterday we, um, we did a live stream. For those of you who are on it, thank you for joining us on the live stream. But it's two things with this. On the live stream, I mean, when we got there, our friends had WrestleMania on. And this was this is a whole nother topic. I had completely forgot about wrestling as a whole. I didn't forget about it, but I don't watch it, so I don't know no. That's what I'm saying. I guess I guess I ain't forget it. But yeah, it's just so irrelevant in my mind that when I seen it on, I said, whoa. And here's the thing. That the place I forgot where they was out in MetLife Stadium. MetLife, it was slammed. I'm talking about yeah. slammed to the that's brim in there. Boy. That's big. That's big business. It's been big business our whole life. The whole life. Before we it, were born. It's that's big what it made business. me think about. It made me think about like even when we were younger. And when we, when I was younger, I was on it. I wasn't missing it. Like it was Stone Cold or Rock, Undertaker, Kane, Degeneration. That everybody. I was on it. I was. I was. I had to watch it. But then, of course, you grow out of it. But even back then, it was such a phenomenon. It was such a wonder. And it's still, there's still kids that are kids that are growing up on it now. No, and that whole crowd was grown. Oh, it was grown. It was grown. Men. No kids. Ever. It was a lot. It was a lot I of grown, grown men. men. I saw a couple of kids, but it was a lot of it was a lot of grown men out there screaming like kids. And then I fucked around and got caught up in a couple matches. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, this is this is funny. I really got. I seen Triple H was still wrestling, and I'm like, yo, like my man is fifty. And that's what I was. That's what brings me back to the knee situation. I seen them out there bending, jumping knee, and I'm thinking like, what type of recovery are they having with these knees? They getting slammed on their back. They like they bending, jumping, getting hit with chairs, tables. I'm like, that ain't that. That's not gonna go good in my contract because my knees ain't gonna be able to do all that. I, I can't. <laughs> it's like that's that's not happening. But it's it's really cool that that's still going on. That's still some of the people that. I grew up on, still on there, still wrestling. Like, Ronda Rousey was on there because she got beat up in UFC and was like, I'm done. <laughs> she, she lost in the WrestleMania, too. <laughs> she, she lost in WrestleMania. WrestleMania is the big, big event, too. Like, that's the that's the daddy of the uh, pay-per-view It's so events. funny. When I was young, my dad, when I be watching wrestling, when I was yeah. young, he like, you know, when you grow up, you ain't going to watch this no more. I looked at him crazy, like, you crazy. Yeah. I said, you don't know what you're talking about. That's, it's like somebody telling you was gonna you was gonna not like be playing video games. Like, uh, you, oh, you, you, you out your crazy. mind. You out your mind. He was one hundred percent right. Yeah, one hundred percent correct. One hundred percent correct. And I, here's the thing: I don't, I can't pinpoint when the date was that, like, or when that time. I can't really pinpoint it for me. It had to be around middle school. So definitely, I wasn't watching it in high school. Uh, yeah, definitely so it had watching it around school. middle school somewhere. It just stopped. Yeah, that and that's crazy. Cause to be such a fan, like. Die, and then it just hmm. like, all right. <laughs> it's like it's, you because you, you find more entertainment the yeah. older you get. I was telling somebody this the other day. I was like, I was like, as a young boy, what did you do? And he was like, I played video games. I went outside. I did sports. Um, the 
Discover porn. Discover porn. Uh, watch wrestling. Da da da. Well, it, even take out porn. Take out porn. I watch like just the regular kid stuff. I, you know, I wrestling. It was regular kids. No, no, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, it was regular kids. For me, but, it was. Uh, you know, Dragon Ball, all that stuff. I said, cool. I said, the moment you got some pussy, all that went downhill. That's why I said, you know, when you just said uh, you started worrying about different things. Once, once niggas discovered women and all that and and sex. It, your your priorities is different. It, you and, you uh, wrestling? I ain't worried about no fucking wrestling. <laughs> I'm trying to go to this dance, feel on this butt. Like I ain't, I ain't worried about nothing you talking about right now. That's what it you became know, about. What's funny is that you know what happens. What's everything you just named that you did as a kid? Yeah, uh, you know, go outside, play video games, mm-hmm. eat, watch Dragon Ball Z. What's funny? Once you discover sex, you incorporate everything you just said. Because you have sex outside. Yeah. Some of the moves like wrestling. Yeah. You put Dragon Ball Z on, just let it play in the background. Dragon Ball Z on, just in the background. So everything gets incorporated into that one thing now. So you don't need everything separately. It's all in one now. That shit. Because once you get that first nut, you like, wait, I got, I need more of this. Like this gotta, this gotta happen more. Like this, this, this is where it's at. Like what y'all talking about? What y'all talking about out here? All this other stuff ain't important no more. So. Vagina mania. Yeah. Well, speaking about speaking of an important nut, uh, Jeff Bezos' wife, yeah, she bust a big one. <laughs> yeah, if y'all don't know, Jeff Bezos is the owner of Amazon. He's the richest man in the world, and he just had a divorce settlement with his wife for thirty five billion. Say it she again. Became thirty five billion. Say, say it one more time, a little bit slower. Thirty five billion. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> um, and she became the third richest woman in the world. I think it was four. I saw third. But oh, either man, way, yeah, either, it, don't, it matter. don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. Now, I, I, what's I, funny, she got all of that, and he's still the richest man. Unfathomable money. Unfathomable money. That, that's 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 money. If I have like, that much money, I'm giving half of it away because I don't need this much money. And and you still gonna be rich. I'm still gonna be rich. wild, dumb rich. Now let's, he's worth let's, 110 billion. Like I don't need all that. Let's talk about a few things. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just focus on the wife first. Now, I think she's been with him since the start. Yes. So I think in this case. She deserves it. She definitely deserves it. She deserves it. I would have no issue. I would have no issue. If I'm Jeff Bezos, like, she started with me in the garage. She held me down. She did the accounting. She did a lot of stuff at the beginning. Like, if you help me build this, take this $35 Take this $35. Cool. It don't matter because I'm still out here getting it. And he's still making money. All I want is the, when I want to see my kids, I don't want to hear nothing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's all I care for. You can have anything you want. Just let me have let me a see my great kids. relationship with my kids when I just want to cool. come and pick up And I think kids. they split on a decent note. I think it wasn't Yeah, I don't think crazy. it was a yeah. bad that I know. Um, that's all I would want. And that'll all be, and I'll say in the court, just let me have my relationship with my kids. Because my only have beef. Have whatever you want. Because my only beef with some of these divorce settlements sometimes, like to be honest, it is what it is. sound harsh, but some of these women don't be deserving the, the, like, the payments that they be getting from... Or even vice versa. If you like, if you just come into a relationship and then y'all divorce in three years, and you like, well, I want half of everything you are. Like, nah, man, nah. But if you've been there from jump, cool. Been there from jump. Yeah. You've been there from jump, cool. Take that thirty-five billion. Take that thirty-five billion. Now, for her, what's what's where does she go? Dating wise, does does she date? Does, like well, you know what I'm saying? There's already been reports of all these men um trying to take her out on a date. And like, what? How do you? Can you be at Best Buy and and take her out on a date? I mean, that's on her preference. I don't know what type of guy she. <laughs> I'm into. just really thinking about it. I'm be honest with you. I'm gonna say no because what you doing for her? Like I, yeah, emotionally and maybe sexually. But like you but in you, two different. Look, you, you gotta look at it, like I don't know if she may not even care about money like that. She may not. I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate as, as a person. Yeah. So I don't know what she's into. Now she could be a person that's all about the money. So you may need money to get out. Yeah. Or she may be like, well, you know, I got my own money, so I just want real it's, love. It's dangerous territory because say, say a man comes in, say he does work at Best Buy, which. Um, I don't know why Best Buy is a go-to job for today, but Geek Squad looks like a pretty good, decent job. Uh, 
<laughs> so say you do work at Best Buy. Say you do get water. Everything's cool. There's there's going to be, because men are prideful and, and we have heavy egos sometimes, it's going to be some type of insecurities that, go, that could creep in for sure when it comes to financials. Because you're going to feel, you might feel a little, some men might feel a little less than when certain things happen. You know, because she got it. Like, well, my and, thing, if I'm rich too, like, I don't care if you got more money than me. No, no. If you rich too. If I'm at Best Buy, I'm not rich. Oh, if I'm if I'm at Best Buy, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm that, still not gonna feel away because I'm coming to date you. I know you're you're a billionaire. Like, yeah, that's you. you we both know what this is. What this is. Yeah. So and I and I I agree with you, but I just know some people like there's some men who don't like dating women who are in a higher position, which is dumb that's to me. Insecurity. It's a, yeah. It don't. It don't. It is an insecurity issue, but it's like my nigga. If this woman is accepting of you and like holding you down and like da da da, and she re- like, what you really complaining for? Like, shut up. My thing <laughs> like, is, the only this. thing I look at, like, well, you know, I've always been ambitious. Maybe she can help me introduce me to the right people, get my business off the ground. Maybe she can invest in my business. I'm like, here's a good question. Because that 35 billion is the total stock, right? The total, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think is in her account? I mean, she sell one of them stocks. <laughs> she sells some of them stocks. I don't know. She she got money. Oh yeah, she just, ain't new to money. She been with this yeah, dude she ain't new since the beginning. So she, she ain't tripping. Like no, she, I know she, she ain't been tripping. with the money. She's not tripping at all. Like she is. She's good. She's, she's like honestly, I don't even think she think about stuff like that. So we we think about it because we yeah. ain't got her type of money. So we be thinking about what would I do if that this I just had thirty five billion. Yeah. She probably walked out of court and went home and went to bed. Like it's it right. another day. <laughs> it's just another She's been a billionaire out here. She's yeah, been a billionaire. It's, it's another day. Do you know what she does? Or did this I don't know what she does oh, okay. anymore. Okay. I just know at the beginning she was helping with accounting nah. and all that. So I I don't know. That money just sounds But I know she getting to it right we now. was talking we was talking about Mike Trout last, last week or week before last. And he got four hundred thirty million, and we were like, "That's wild." Now, like just, y'all really think about this, he had four hundred and thirty million. Mm-hmm. He still got four hundred and what seventy million to go before he get. I'm not sure if that's the right map, but I think it's close to get to the billion mark. Mm-hmm. And she got thirty five of those. She got thirty five of those. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> That's like wild. Generations upon generations, generations upon generations are good if they can are good with the money. If they good with the money, they good to go because if you take like what you, do you do? Like what, honestly, what you do? You wake up, you got thirty five billion. What are you doing? Like. You gonna run? I know you're not cooking. That's one thing I know you're not doing. I'm not cooking for five years straight. Probably, I'm gonna be honest with you. For thirty five years, <laughs> for five I'm, years. I'm not. I'm not touching a kitchen. I'm not touching a kit. So you ain't gonna cook until you 36. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not cooking. I'm hiring top of the line chefs, plural. I'm gonna say what? How much y'all want? If you need to come live with me, nigga, it don't matter. I'm not touching the kitchen. I'm not touching the kitchen. So That's, you ain't even gonna know where your kitchen is. I might not. Like. Yeah, I might not. I might go in there and get uh, something to drink, like out of the fridge, and get some orange juice. But if I, I ain't gonna know how to turn on the stove for five years. Honestly, what do you think you would do today? It, it just clear thirty five million from where you was at financially today to that in your account. What are you doing? First, I have to try not to. I have to sit down and try not. I'm crying first. I'm crying first because I'm just so happy. But what so if, if you knew it's coming already? I'm probably still because <laughs> seeing right. that is crazy. So that's boom. That's out the way. Student loan, that's a wrap. So that's done. That's gone. Mm-hmm. And that's not. That's nowhere near dent to anything. <laughs> it's nowhere near dent. I pay off mine. Everybody in this yeah, house, like, I'll tell everybody, hey, everybody, bring their debt. Yeah, just calculate. Bring their debt. Just bring it all right now. It's done. And make the calls. Here's a card. So that's Wipe out the way. Out. We all debt free in here. And then I was like, hey, call your mom. 
Ask them what their debts are. Boom, that's done. Wipe it out. I wipe them out. And it's not, still, it's not a dent. Not a dent. And what you got? I'm going to call my parents like, hey, I'm going to give y'all this amount of money. Break it up amongst the family. Yeah. I don't want to deal with issues. Yeah, that's it. I'll call and like, hey, here. Yeah, everybody in this immediate house between this, who's in the house and their family, cool. That's done. That's a wrap. They good. Immediate family. Yeah, immediate family. Boom. After that. Like I'm, I gotta go out the country. Like, like I gotta go out the country. I think right now. Honestly, all right, let me tell you mine. Yeah. Right now, first thing I'm gonna do, I'm wiping out these debts. Yeah. You know? I'm just, just knocking them out. Yeah, done. And bring y'all in here. Let's knock, knock these debts out. And then I'm like, fuck it, man. Let's just go to Vegas right quick. I'm not mad at it. Let's just go to Vegas right quick. We getting the, the we getting the, the the suite with the basketball court in it. We gonna have fun. We gonna have and fun. Then when I get back, I'm already gonna have it all planned out. Yeah. If I know yeah, it's yeah. coming, all my investments I want to do something. Mm-hmm. Some real estate. I'm gonna start a VC mm-hmm. firm. I'm gonna mm-hmm. start all this. We. I'm like, all right. We gonna shoot this movie. This for our production company. This is. It'll be all planned. It's, it's, <laughs> it just and because you can do what you want. We. Fuck going to we don't have to go to no studio no more. We, we, we niggas just let's just, hey, I'll be funding movies. Yeah. Now. Hey, y'all bring y'all movie ideas to me. Yeah. <laughs> like Jordan Pill. What's up? You ain't gotta step in no studio no more. Come to me. Yeah. How much you need? How much you need? All right, make it. We gonna make it back. There it is. Like yeah, that money's crazy. Honestly, it's it's, it's hard to even think about what to do because <laughs> that money's crazy. That money is nuts. I'll tell you that next podcast episode will be crazy. We're gonna be in there for, for a minute. <laughs> talking. Talking. Uh, uh what we got? Uh only other thing, a lot a lot didn't happen this week. Usually yeah, I go throughout the week and I'm writing stuff all throughout the week I want to talk about. The last thing that happened was this whole Kodak situation. Which I mean, if you want to talk about that, we can't for only thing I'll questions, say, but only thing I'm gonna say is like why? Like what makes you the man just passed he has a grieving girl woman his family's grieving and and you want to say something about she widow you know i'm gonna give you three years to you know what i'm saying get right and i i'll be here for like it's like i don't it just it was unne- it's just unnecessary we gotta stop even if it's in your head, like you ain't gotta say it, my nigga. Like just, just keep that to yourself. Like you just got a bunch of yes men around. Here, a bunch, what do y'all would have said? And I'm like, yo, what? What, what are you doing? What are you talking about like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, what you, what are you, and what are you trying to? Uh, was he trying to accomplish publicity? Was he trying? But that's to, whack too. But that's it's whack as fuck. Like it's, I don't understand. Like what were you trying to accomplish by saying that? Except looking. Ignorant, like people already think you ignorant, and then you just add more ignorance on top of ignorance, and it just don't make sense. Like, like you said, it's a bunch of yes men. Like, it don't make, or you, you don't have the the what they say the wearing thaw to really like you're not calculating what you're doing. Like, you not that's not a smart move because he has his 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 reach, his network is is out of this world, and here you come talking stupid. Yeah, but he been. He been tripping for a while because you know he had the rape case and he had the yeah. whole thing with young and May that he was going through. Is this? I don't know. It could be drugs. It just could be just pure ignorance. But he tripping. Probably a mix of both. But yeah, Kodak, you just tripping. That's that's all I'm saying. So we gonna get into these questions. Hold on, hold on, let me hold on now, hold on now. All right, everybody, calm down now. I mean, we got today. Uh, a lot. All right. How many got today? A lot. My man Vinny Hughes. At the time of this question, I'm watching WrestleMania. That's funny. <laughs> and reliving all of our all of the feelings I get from watching WWE. It was something I always dreamed of doing and honestly still might, Lord willing. That being said, what was something that gave you all a goosebump feeling when you were little? So much so that you felt almost destined to be part of. Was it always comedy, or was it something else at one point? It says, P.S. Big shout out to Cam for not being afraid to show emotion to the world. We are used to so many guys being our outlet. 
we are so used to you guys being our outlet and making us laugh, but that moment really put in perspective that you all are people as well and have emotions. I felt that listeners of this podcast all cried in unison that day. Appreciate that, man. Um, so was there something that gave you goosebumps when you were little that you felt like you were destined to be part of? Damn, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, There were some moments during wrestling, for sure, like when The Rock and Stone Cold fought the first time. Like, I do remember that being like, yo, that, that energy in that building, like, I just was so excited. I was... The Rock was like the bad guy, and that's my favorite Rock when he was the bad guy, and like Stone Cold. It just was a, it was an energy that I was like, yo, I would love to be there, love to be a part of this. But I'm trying to think, is it something like, something specific that really gave me goosebumps and like that? I, off the top, I can't, I can't, I can't really think of nothing off top. Oh, you know what? I know what it was. So me and my homie KT went to. Young Jeezy's concert when he was his first album, uh, Thug, Thug Motivation, Motivation 101. Sheesh. At the streets on lock. Classic. Certified. I remember I was in um, high school when that dropped, and I went to Atlanta. Every single car. Every car. Didn't hear anything else. So we had the concert, and Jeezy came out to, I'm the realest nigga in it. You already, and when I tell you, that place erupted, and then when that beat drop, you know them concerts, that mm-hmm. beat drop, I was like, yo. I think that might have been one of the first times I fell in love with that live feeling, because that me and Cam talk about it all the time. That feeling is unmatched. I know I know that feeling, because watching it is unmatched. So in person, and it's for you, and it's people are screaming your words, your lyrics. Yeah, it don't, it don't, it don't get no better. So that's probably the uh, goose bumpy feeling. I do, I do remember that. And I was high and I didn't smoke. It was, I had never seen so many blunts in one area. It was just like a blunt marathon. It was like you know the car washes when you put the car through the car wash and they keep going. It was just like blunts going. Through. <laughs> it was, it was so many blunts. I was like, yo, they was passing to us like y'all, a young blood, y'all want this? I'm like, no, nah, all right, cool. They just passing in the road. It was, not, but yeah, they, that concert was wild. They, he was there. Uh, Mike Jones, Paul Wall, Slim Thug Jeez, was there. Man, like, that shit was crazy. It, it was nuts. It was nuts. I know when that tipping on four foes dropped in there. Woo! Yeah, for me, I can't really pinpoint a moment. The thing that comes to mind, I just always wanted to be an entrepreneur since I was a kid, and my family would do a good job of like supporting that. And I remember my aunt, I just remember my aunt bought me this book called Entrepreneurship for Kids. And I just remember reading that book. That's like one of my first memories of reading a book. I was mm-hmm. really outside of like them Dr. Seuss and stuff when I'm real young. But she got me that book and I was just inspired. So I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Next question, Tay Touchdown. I got a good question because I kind of been through it recently. I was wondering about y'all. So you guys had your ups and downs, I'm sure, being in L.A. just based off what you guys said on the podcast. But I noticed going through all of you guys' vids, studying how you guys structure your writing for skits from back then till now, I noticed that some of the people from old skits are also close to the recent videos. In your ups and downs, who were some of the friends that held it down and were outside help for you guys outside of your core cast of dormtainment? Want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Um, one of the first people that come to mind is Gail. For sure. Gail Bean, you've seen her in many of our skits. You see her on our yeah. IG all the time. My homie, that's our sister. Mm-hmm. And she held it down uh, mentally and physically when we were homeless for like a month and a half. She let mm-hmm. me stay with her for a week. And then she's always, we always bounce these posi- this, this positivity and these affirmations off each other to keep us, you know, on the right track. If she feeling a little down, I'll give her a pick-me-up when I'm in the... Mm-hmm. When I need a little little boost, you'll give me a boost. So mm-hmm. she she know when to say the right things. Like she was over here and Rome was talking about something going to somewhere Essence Festival during the summer. She like, nah, y'all gonna be shooting that movie this summer. So like I'm that's going. the type of people you want around you. Like yeah. people that believe in you, can see it for you and manifest it for you and tell you so you start believing it more and get right back on track. That's mm-hmm. what you need. Um 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, it's a few. Uh, I would say Latoya, too. I mean, Latoya coached us before we even got out here, just kind of telling us, like, what's going on out here. Latoya mm-hmm. held it down. Um, and I know if we needed something, like, most of the people we named, I know if we really, really needed something, whether it's financial, we needed a place to crash, like, they they gonna like they they gonna let us uh Jesse Jesse Sonora's win. I mean they uh, they held the um Janine and her mom, her family, like Jeremy out like that 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 whole that whole that guy <laughs> crew, they 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 like family, they they hold it down. I it's mean it's about finding your tribe, yeah. especially in LA. A lot of people come out here alone, so they yeah. definitely it's harder for them to find a tribe. I was lucky enough to come out oh with a group of people. I this I gotta say Fuck it, uh, Ashley, Jesus, uh, Bam Bam. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, it like Ashley. she been supporting us right. from jump. See, I'm talking cer- about it's certain people that I have to show up. If yeah. anything they have, yeah, anything like I have to show up. For yeah, yeah. Ashley's on that list. Like, Gail's like, on like that when list. we say it, when we say certain this, people that you know, like she hadn't missed an event like <laughs> since we started. Like low key, like she been at everything and supported. Everything. So I was like, yeah, she she's forever. We forever indebted. She she got it. She got yeah. it. So yeah, oh, I mean, green it's a, bench, green, yeah, John Green, John, Nick, Lewis. We got our certain, yeah. we got our certain groups of people that that hold us down. I'm sure we might be forgetting some some names off the top right now, but yeah, it, we we got a we got a pretty solid group of people that that are very creative too, and and would give us advice and you know. And, and hold us down if we needed it. So yeah. But find your tribe. Make yeah. sure you know they. Everyone in your tribe inspire you. Don't 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 have people in there that's holding you back or negative all the time because you ain't gonna prosper like that. You need people that you're inspired by, inspired by you. So, next question, Tyler, Afro Lady Thomas. First off, I love last week's episode, Cam. I'm so glad and proud that you were able to express that emotion. I love y'all as a unit and individually. You guys show so much character. My question for this week is, what is one thing you feel that you have mastered at this age slash time? And what is one thing you are looking forward to conquering in your life? Side question. Do men feel as pressured to have kids in marriage as women do? Age group 25 to 30s. I have made a decision to not be married or have kids, but I wonder how it is for the other side. All right, so let's start with the first part. Um, Is there a skill that you feel like you have mastered at this age? Nah. And what's one thing you're looking forward to conquering in your life? Um, and, and I'm gonna explain the reason why I feel like I haven't. I don't think it's weird for for creators. I think we have a thing. Or I think I do for sure. Where it was almost like I, I read creative. So keep certain people in your circle that's gonna keep you positive and and that's gonna keep you pushing forward. I was asking what you're saying. You know what I'm saying. I can't ask questions. Yes, I'm a creative. Oh, all right. I just, I just, I didn't know. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a certain thing. I was reading a story about this artist who he had a lot of unfinished paintings. Like they would be almost done, but he wouldn't complete them. And he wrote a note. One of his last paintings, he wrote a note. He was like, um, "I'm, I'm afraid of mastery because I think it'd take away from me being able to practice my gift." And I was like, that's real interesting. Like, he was afraid to master the craft because he felt like once he mastered it, he wasn't going to have nothing else to do. And sometimes I feel like with creatives, we don't want to master everything but be really great at a lot of different a lot of different things. That's why I say I haven't mastered because master is a strong word. Like, I'm trying to think of somebody who's mastered. Like, Dr. Dre has mastered pr- production and, and stuff like that. So I, I haven't mastered anything yet, but... I would love to master just comedy as a whole, like just to get to where like how Dave Chappelle has mastered comedy, like get to where like jokes, they come easy or you know how to formulate a joke or like it's a, it's a joke, but it's different ways in comedy. Yeah, it is different. It it is different. It's writing. There's, you know, there's performance mastery. Like Robin Williams was a master of performance. I believe to to me, Jim Carrey, like, Mm -hmm. You know, I, I do want to get to that eventually, but no, I'm definitely I haven't mastered anything just yet. I don't know if I mastered anything. I don't think I mastered anything yet, but I always feel like we're forever growing and yeah. evolving. Yeah, so yeah. it's always something new to get better at. But one thing I would like to in the comedy realm is from writing this from at the script form, 
know what's going to be funny. Yeah. Some yeah, things you yeah. write and you be like, all right. You're not sure. I don't, I'm not sure until we act this out or you read it back or you do like a table read. And you be like, all right, I know what to change now. I want to be able to master. I know this is going to be funny. Yeah. We got to do this. I, I want to be able to visualize it perfectly how it's going to play mm-hmm. out just in, on paper. So yeah. once we get to table reads or even on set, it's just hitting on another Cause level. Because some people like, playing game is crazy. They they can. They yeah, can. sometimes you don't know until yeah. you're on there. Sometimes you get on there. As soon as you start acting, then it's improv, like improv kicking. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, that would be funny if I did that. I want to mm-hmm. have that at the beginning. Like, just know in my head, just be acting it out. I'm like, oh, yeah. he would say this instead. I want to master that. Yeah, I mean, I would love to master visually stuff, too, because I'm, I never forget it when we was on the set of Comedy Central, and I believe his name was Matt. I think it was a DP. And the way I was so impressed, like he looked, he would come in and look at the frame and look at the shot, and he'd be like, "All right, you move there. All right, move that there." Da da da. And he would just start. It was like his mind was just ticking. And then we set up the shot, and it would look beautiful. I'm like, "Shit!" <laughs> like, but that's somebody who's been working at that. Like he look, he look, he look at a scene and look at where the lighting is. He'd be like, "No, nah, that ain't gonna work. Do this, put that there. Da da da. You move that over there." And I'm like, I was really impressed though. And so. I would love to be able to look at a scene and be like, oh, that's not going to work this way or da-da-da. Because all of it helps. When it comes to comedy, like, everything helps. Like, whether it's directing, whether it's lighting, whether everything, because it could, it could, uh, you know, be the the right thing for a joke or, you know what I'm saying? So all that stuff helps. And what's the second part of the question? For, as far as marriage, men don't have that same pressure. At least I don't. Because nah, I don't, uh-uh. that's more of a thing that girls are grow with that, um, you know, you gotta get married, so that's yeah. their, their um. I don't know. Yeah. That's the fairy tale you see in all the kid movies, yeah. like the the prince and the princess. But guys, we don't have that same pressure. Mm-hmm. Only pressure to have is like when someone in your family acts. Yeah. As far as kids, it's almost the same thing. Like it's not like a biological clock how Yeah, it is for women. I understand so, like, why some women worry on that end. Yeah, you know, I get, I but get that. We don't have the same pressure. No. Nah. Um. Leon Lewis, first of all, you guys have definitely been a positive influence on my life in the last couple of weeks. Discovering the podcast and listening and learning more about you guys has set me up for success. I started praying, started going to church, and began new friendships. Speaking positive things into my life has produced positive results, so thank you. Beautiful. Appreciate that. Yeah. My question comes from talking to one of my customers, older generation. We started talking about kids today and how much technology has taken over. I wanted to come out like back in my day, but they weren't having that. <laughs> what do you guys feel like this younger generation of middle school to high school kids will bring to our future? They say kids are the future, so how good or bad is our future in your opinion? Sheesh. Um, I mean, on a technology scale, I think some some of these kids are going to create some outstanding like like advances in technology, like whether it's, you know, Science, whatever science, whatever, maybe new new things, new telescopes, new. They're gonna create some because that's all they know is computer, like mm-hmm. computer. So that that part is gonna be amazing. So, but then again, like Cam said, he says it all the time. We gotta wait like fifty years to see the effects of like. Well, I feel like they're gonna be more. It's gonna be like we already see the depression, mental, yeah, yeah, yeah. illnesses that come from social media. I think. Raising in anxiety and this like pressure to feel like okay, I'm getting left behind, or I need I need this now because I feel like a failure if I don't because everyone else has this. Yeah. So that's the downside of it. But you also named the positive side of it because yeah. you know everyone, all these kids learning coding now. They learn, yeah. So they gonna change the world, and then they have an attitude where they don't want to come work for you that's for true. thirty years. They yeah. want to. Build their own business, their own yeah. empire. They want to change. The I world feel like in we were the ways, spark so. of that, and then they gonna take it and just and just run with it. Yeah, we were the spark, but they the fire. Yeah, yeah, they they got so it. So they coming to burn all that old traditional stuff down. Yeah, and it's gonna shift the world. Yeah. All right, Eric. I'm not even gonna try to say that last name. Oh come on! <laughs> you say it then. Let me look at it. Uh, it's Eric uh, Kajuste. All right. Hey, guys. Longtime fan, YouTube subscriber, podcast listener. I'm one of those fans who've been watching your content since my early years in high school, and I just turned 24. I think that speaks volumes about your longevity. I recognize your grind and hustle and have faith that your breakthrough is right around the corner. Keep pushing. Thank you. Receive it. My question for you guys is this. I am, too, a fan of Game of Thrones and can't wait for this last season. 
Hopefully, Rome is all cut up at this point. But I was wondering what kind of predictions do you guys have as the show is finally coming to an end? Also, which character do you identify with those most? Man, I'm so excited. It's here. It's Sunday. Sunday, it is here. I'll be ready by Sunday. But Rome ain't finished, so yeah. I really can't go too deep in detail. Yeah, yeah. But, so with predictions, but my one of my favorite characters was um, Ned Stark's son, the one that became, that was the prince, and he was trying to come save his dad, and he died in that, forgot what they call, at that, at that dinner. Mm-hmm. Like, I really Oh, the liked Red him. Wedding? Yeah, the Red Wedding. I really liked him. I did like him. He was just all, it was, he was just boss, man. He was doing what, he was doing it how I would do it. Like, you got my dad, I'm coming to get my dad. I'm coming to get my daddy. Ride, ride out for my dad. Ride for my daddy. Like, you got my dad just locked up, I'm coming. You think I'm just going to sit back? So he was like one of my favorite characters, honestly. Like I really like him, and I really like um, I think her name Arya, the little girl with the the, the pointy sword. I like her too. She feisty, like she don't take no shit about her family or disrespect. So those two right there, I really like. Yeah, I mean, um, I, that's funny you said it because I I when I seen that when I seen that episode first off, I was like shit. I was like these niggas out here are ruthless. Mm-hmm. They not playing. And, uh, but just, you know what, what I can say about Game of Thrones is like, it, it's, it, it low-key is like, just, it's bossy. Like, that's all they do is just, it's just boss stuff. Like, they just want to be bosses. Like, so I'm not mad at that part of it, but just the way they go about it is a little, it's a little rough, but. <laughs> Next one, Antonio Smith. Would y'all rather be stuck in a room full of angry midgets or five possessed basketballs? That's, that's funny. funny. Yeah, I go with the midgets because Spalding sounds like someone you do not want to mess with. If yeah. y'all don't know, that's a reference from yeah. one of our skits. So that's shout out funny. to Antonio. That's funny. Kelly Freeman, if you had the opportunity to get flued out, that's funny. All expenses paid to anywhere in the world, where would it be and oh, why? Oh, Jesus. That is. Now, see, it depends if I'm by myself, I'm with the guys, or. Well, you getting flued out, so you're with the girl. Oh, so I'm going. I'm, I mean, that's like, what I'm gonna say. Essentially, girl me out, essentially that's what. Yeah, you give you you a bad bitch for the day. Like, well, yeah. damn, I guess I'm coming to her. <laughs> Wherever she at. <laughs> but but if you just saying in general, if I'm just I can go anywhere by myself. I gotta go to Africa, man. Like I have this urge. This I, I need to connect with Africa. I need to see it. I need to touch these pyramids. I want to go to Ethiopia and eat from the source. I want to. I want to go to South Africa. I want to go to Nigeria. I want to go to Morocco really bad. But I just I just have to stay. I want to go to Africa really bad. So I'll probably go to Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say... It's, it's, it's between Egypt. It's between Egypt and totally opposite of Egypt is south of France. I don't know why I just really want to go to south of France. It just look nice. It just, mm-hmm. it just really look nice. So it's probably between them two, but that's so tough because I want. I mean, I want to go so many places. I want to go so many places, but yeah, those are two I can think of off the top. Rain. As we stated on the last pod, time after 30 becomes more interesting. If you knew that you only had one day to live, what would you do? This question gives you 24 hours starting at 6 a.m., I'm just gonna fly home to my yeah, my family. It, yeah. Like, just gonna be with my family. Honestly, like, honestly, because what else I'm doing? Yeah. yeah, like I'd rather just spend it with them. My last day. Yeah, because they gonna miss me the most. So I'm like, let me give them gonna all of my we're gonna, time. We gonna talk. We gonna laugh. We gonna eat. Just invite everyone over to start cooking. Yeah, and then we gonna pray. We gonna send me off on that last that last ten minutes. That know, meal gonna, gonna be stupid. Yeah, I'm gonna hug everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna kiss everybody, and I'm gonna I'm gonna lay down. Yeah, Have y'all surround me and say, you know, see y'all when y'all get up here. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, you said because like what? Yeah. what else I'm doing? Like I can't be going out and doing like I'm going to be with my family. I may write all my friends' letters. Yeah, like on the on the flight, I'm, I'm gonna take that time to write all my the people that's closest to me letters and tell them what I think about them, what I see in their future, and what I would like them to do to honor me if they care to. Like you know, mm-hmm. and them that's it. Yeah, that's honestly. Pretty, yeah, that's my that's my same answer. Honestly, um, Heezy, uh, Cam, just want to let you know, crying voice is top ten. Hilarious. That's funny. Y'all caught me slipping last that's week. That's funny. 
I got some more. I got my shoes got traction today. So my shoes got slipping. traction. Xavier Pilgrim, what's popping, Cameron? I just wanted to know what's the first pair of shoes you ever bought for yourself, and what's your favorite shoe? I'm be honest, I do not remember the first pair of shoes <laughs> I bought for myself. And my favorite, what's your favorite shoe? Um, I don't know if I have a favorite shoe, but I got a funny story about some Buffalinos that I had. Go ahead. Um, I was in marching band, and uh, this was ninth grade, and I had some Buffalinos, and niggas was picking on my Buffalinos, and a nigga Rightfully had, so. Yeah, nigga, yeah, no, for sure. Now, looking back in hindsight, them shits are trash. But um, he he spit on my Buffalinos, and I wanted to fight, but I also didn't want to get suspended. And I just remember that very specifically, because what niggas out here spitting on Buffalinos? It just it just sounded it just it was just a, <laughs> a rough time. Maybe he was jealous. He wanted some buffalo. Uh, maybe I, I, I don't people know. People hurt people. You know that was his insecurity. I can say my L.A. Gears was some the pair of shoes I really liked. That really liked. I the was light really up. into L.A. Gears. Yeah, the light up shoes. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I don't really have a. I can't remember them. My friend. I don't know what. I mean, I used to love the Dion's when they came out. Um, but I'm not the biggest sneakerhead. Like. The shoes I like, the sneakers I like aren't like the the Jays and all of those. It's like these off brands of other people that created shoes. Mm-hmm. Like I can show you a bunch that I just love, but they're not household names per se to the people that just, you know, wear Nike and Adidas and stuff. So mm-hmm. um we last two questions. Silas P, what's good? What's up with Tristina leaving the party early and not telling anybody? Then she hopped in the chat when she got home. Gotta love her. Cause she's Tristina. You didn't, wait, oh, you didn't see that. She, was she, wait. So we on. We, I seen when she left. No. I saw her at dawn, like, oh, you leaving? She like, yeah. She told uh, nobody else. So you, she didn't really make it. She didn't really, you know how you come. So I didn't even know she left. So I'm, we on the live, and I see a name, Tristina. Uh, and it's like, oh, it's Tristina. And I was like, wait. So I was like, why is she in the house on live? And she was like, I'm at home. I said, what? She's like, yeah, I left. I was like, so you left to get on live? No, I'm coming to do some work. Get off of here then and do it. <laughs> Hilarious. That's Tristina, man. It's Tristina, That's Tristina. man. It's so Tristina. Did I tell him what happened with Tristina? Man. Go ahead, man. Man, do we have time? What? what which story? Because you know the 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 poom poom Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. To tell it real quick. That's that's not that long of a story. All right. So since last year, me and um, Tristina supposed to go to poom poom Tuesday. It's a reggae party out here because you know you can't really get too much reggae out here. Shout out to the so poom poom. I was excited. We never went last year. She was supposed to tell me when to go. One night she was supposed to go. I ended up going, and she didn't. She canceled last minute. So I'm in there. Everyone got their people to dance with. I'm in there, just looking stupid on the dance floor with nobody to dance with. <laughs> so then, this year comes. She like, all right, we gonna go. So two weeks ago, she like, all right, we gonna go Tuesday. Tuesday come, she said, uh, no one wants to go anymore, so we're just gonna wait. I'm like, all right, Tristina. At this point, I'm like, hey, I'm not even believing we're going to go. She calls me last Tuesday. This this Tuesday just passed. 1230 at night. I just pick up, hello? She like, you up? I'm like, yeah. She like, uh, we're going. I hear her in the car. People. I'm like, what you mean going where? Pum Pum Tuesday. I'm like, Tristina. That's not how. I'm not getting out of my bed at 1230. Have to get ready. Drive all the way down to Hollywood. They close at 2. I'm gonna what get am there, I am going to get there at one thirty. Then I got to find parking. Then I may have to pay to get in and only have 30 minutes. No. You should have been told me. Like, her 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 sense of time, like, you can't call somebody. Her logic. Say, you can't be in the car ready, about to pull up. Yeah, we going. What? Where we going? That's why you was confused. You was like, going where? <laughs> what you talking about? Logic, but that's man. that's Tristina. She want to do a drunk episode on here. That's going to be. I'm going to do it because it's going to be crazy. That's going to be wild. Last question, Cameron Chaney. Uh, Cameron, help me out, please. I'm trying to figure out the proper way to propose to my woman. Oh, this shit. won't be till the November or so, but, but I just want it to be special. Been together for eight years since high school, and I want to give her a great proposal. What are some good ideas? Also, don't forget about that salmon mac and cheese and broccoli pot plate 
that I'm gonna make y'all when you come back to Atlanta. Oh, trust me, I ain't forget. No, we ain't. We never forget. And I I read these questions right when we get on here, so I never know what y'all gonna ask. So Cameron, I hope your fiance don't listen to this. Yeah, yeah. Because now the cat is out of the bag. Oh yeah, that 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 cat is done. That cat is done. She's probably <laughs> happy that because she. I'm assuming she would want to marry you, but yeah. that surprise is done. And honestly, I can't, I can't really yeah, give he can't you ideas you with that. because. I don't know your girl. I don't know what she's into. You you got to know her. You got to come up with something from your heart, what you think would be special to her, and, and do that thing. Because yeah. some girls don't want the big, you know, attention-seeking type proposal. Some girls like the more subtle ones, you know, just more intimate. Some people like the big ones. I don't know how your girl is. Yeah, it's, it's tough to tell somebody how to kind of yeah. go about it. But I would say, you know, congrats on yeah. finding someone. And yeah, congrats. Just make it special. Tailor it to what she likes. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. And um, and don't and and try not to be obvious because when people have surprise, they be they be doing. You gotta you gotta try put your natural act on. But you can't ask her a bunch of questions because you you know that's when people start thinking you can't ask her. But you gotta have somebody else kind of like you know. Ask. Well, you should know by now. didn't he say eight years? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. So but you even know her by now. No, I'm saying, but even you gotta even if you gotta ask, even if you're trying to set up a like a date or a surprise or something, you gotta be like maybe ask your friends, like, girl, what you doing next weekend? You know, you kind of gotta you gotta gotta go around and and kind of figure it out because girls smart. They'll just start like, why are you asking me so many questions? What you got going on? So yeah, um, but yeah, that's about it for today's comedy trap house. We want to thank you guys, uh, Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. Don't forget. And don't forget, we got the Boss Talk Tees out now. Check the link in the bios. We'll put up some more swipe ups. Y'all just check out the tees. If you want to feel bossy and get a little flossy, put on your Boss Talk tee. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then it's when somebody asks you what you're wearing, tell them tell them they can't talk to you till they get one because they got to be boss to talk. Boss to talk. <laughs> they got to be a boss to talk. And uh, thank you guys for listening to another episode. And we will see you next week. Good evening, bitches.